Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Oh yes, hello my friends and welcome to this a bonus episode of the Underdog Football Show. My name is Josh Norris. So we told you that we are streaming every Monday through Thursday at 12.30 Eastern on YouTube. You can catch our podcast on Monday and Wednesday. We have other shows on Tuesday and Thursday, including a new trivia show that we call The Giveaway Gauntlet, a guest every single Thursday for you to win entries into Best Ball Mania 2. Again, in the hopes of you winning a million dollars, we thought it would be a good idea to put the first show in podcast form. So if you like it, great. Tune in again every Thursday with a different guest each week so you can win prizes and, you know, be entertained along the way. Our guest for episode one was perfect. It's Will Brinson of CBS Sports. The game, the rules, it's all explained in just a moment. So let's get started right now. Will, you have no earthy idea what you're getting yourself into, do you? No clue. No clue, and I don't care. Um, <laughs> you know, Josh, you did my podcast, the Pick 6 Podcast Daily, CBS Sports NFL Podcast. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher. Love that. You get it. Um, and so when you asked me if I would do this, I said blindly in, and mm-hmm. then I actually moved back the time of all my other uh, – all my other um, whatever – Responsibilities? Responsibilities, thank you. That's what you could call them uh, today, including – Moving back my own podcast and humble brag, <laughs> scheduling my radio hit with Jim Room around this, oh, no. <laughs> this, this show. So. Well, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm so God. glad that this I is already, yeah. yeah, I'm so glad this is a well-oiled machine that we already have, that this isn't, you know, the first time we're ever doing this, Will. So I know it's going to go perfectly well and, and swimmingly well. I mean, it's like 12, 29, 29. So you know, like that's, like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty easygoing. Some people say they're easygoing. I am pretty go with the flow, easygoing. And I know that you have, you know, witnessed the birth of at least one child. I know that you have stressed through some NC State basketball tournament games. Yeah. Um, where does this rank on the pressure scale? Uh, one. I, <laughs> I mean, uh, no, actually, I mean, I, I, I DM Josh. It was like, do I need to do any prep? Is there going to be, you know, is Hayden coming up with some, like, deep, deep level NFL questions? You know, who led the the – the you know the Houston Oilers and rushing in like 1921 or whatever you know I, that's what I was worried about and then I suggested the second half of the 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 the, the trivia part yeah and, and so I started wondering should I do any research into 90s action movies or do I just trust my own guts and instinct and uh, I just decided to trust my own guts and instinct I think so too. I think so, too. Well, Um, well, real quick, luckily for you, the NFL history goes back to about mm, 2011 for me. So you're not going to be 
getting any Houston Oilers. I didn't even know that was a team. Is that, really. is that a suggestion of how of how of how young you are? Because I started yeah. watching PBS in 2011. That's yeah. impressive. Yeah, I didn't start watching football until about 2011. You didn't. You didn't. So, you didn't yeah. as much. What, what? Well, I suggested things from 2008. Now I like made some questions for Hayden and he just now nah, waved me completely. It was like, no, we're not using any of these. Anyways, let's get into the show. Patriots, what? <laughs> Let, let's get into what we are doing today. We'll outline what the game is. Most importantly, we are giving away 10 Best Ball Mania 2 entries. One for each question we are about to ask Will Brinson. Now it is on Will. We are being the generous ones. The pressure is on because for every wrong answer, we eliminate one of those tickets. Mm. So in the end, we could be giving away 10 individual $25 entries to everyone in the chat. And the best way to qualify, the only way to qualify is go subscribe to the YouTube channel on the podcast. And then if you scroll up to the top, the pin comment at the top of the chat um, has a Google Doc. And we will spin the wheel, the randomizer wheel at the end to figure out our one, two, three, maybe even 10 winners by the end of this thing, as always. 10 questions, we will alternate between NFL and player's choice. And today, that player's choice that will selected the topic, <laughs> 90s action films. I absolutely love it because Hayden's not going to go any one of these. But not a single one. Just just for the record, yeah, I know, 2011 NFL block, <laughs> 90s action films. Just for the record, if this goes disastrously wrong, like, and it could, you know, sometimes I'll freeze up a little bit under, the trivia I think is tough. You know, I, I'll know the answer, but I'll still freeze up and, and and start you know thinking. It'll get quiet. It'll get awkward. And maybe I make mistakes. If for some reason this goes disastrously wrong, there's a 99% chance I come out of to buy some people some entries just to like just to make up for anything that goes poorly. Well, Jordan has a lot of faith in you already. Uh, you're getting you're getting a lot of love though, Anthony Miko. No pressure. I mean, look at this. Look at the support you have, Will Brinson. Better get every question right. I can see the chat. I don't know if that's cool. Uh, how about how about you move away from the chat just in case that they might right, be giving you the right answers? My, my podcast producer, when we use StreamYard, he actually disables the the chat because oh. I have a bad ADD problem. Like if a squirrel runs in front of me, I'm like, oh, look at the, like you know, I could be like writing you know a manifesto. I'd be like, oh, look at the squirrel, and and go away from it. So yes, I'll turn off the chat. That's fine. And once again, this is the first time we're doing this. We're going to learn a lot with you. Um, if we need to enforce time limits, we will. But we're just going to have some fun here. Well, we're going to have some fun. All right. Should we get started? Let's do it. Let's do it. Hayden Winks, take it away. All right. Which NC State alum has the most NFL receiving yards? That is a very nice uh, opening salvo there. That's a, that's not an, necessarily an easy question, I don't think. And I'm, I'm a little worried there's a there's a trick up here, but it's obviously Tory Holt, my uh, my, my pal who lives in Raleigh. I used to do a radio show with him. And a guy who should be in the Hall of Fame. It's I know, you know, if you haven't if you didn't watch football before 2011 or even in, you know, before 2005, you know, you might not know that Tory Holt and the greatest show on turf were I mean, they were unbelievable. They were ahead of their time. Everybody in that offense, whether it was Marshall Falk or Isaac Bruce, Kurt Warner filling in after bagging groceries um, for a meal, Mike March, everybody's ahead of their time. And Tory Holt, I want to say that after it's either seven or nine years of a career. The only guy who had more receiving yards in that stretch was Jerry Rice. And Torrey Holt injuries cut him short. If he was playing in today's NFL, he'd, you know, he'd he would be a slam dunk Hall of Famer. Um, that anyway, in rant, Torrey Holt's the answer. I'm I'm going to do the game show hosty thing and say you're going to lock in Torrey Holt. Yes, it's lock in Torrey Holt. There we go. Well, yeah, yes. 
There we go. Well, that was, that was for the chat. I gave him a, a softball there. That yeah, was for the I, chat. I, man I, of the people here. Man of the people. I, you know, it could have been Jericho Cotri, I suppose. But. Mm. I mean, everyone's saying, wow, that's an easy one. Do you know how game shows work? We start with easy, then we get to more difficult. You know, if we just started off as like an impossible one and he misses the first four, all of you are going to leave. This is this is how the game is played. This also, is absolutely how the I game is played. That one, it's it is just a dog pile of humiliation. I mean, you know, it's like, I mean, you miss that, and it's it's a problem. All right. Um, who is your second favorite? Well, I'm assuming Tory Holt, and there might be a certain quarterback that are your two favorite NC State players. You have a third favorite NC State player ever in the NFL, or even just like was great in college that you absolutely loved, and then never did anything in the league. Mm, that's a good question. So uh, let's take Philip Rivers and Russell Wilson off the table because right, and, and even Mike Glennon too. Who I, I like, Mike Glennon is, is okay. Well. <laughs> I love Glenn. Glenn and I are boys. Like, like I, Mike's Mike's the man. He's one of the best dudes out there. Um, but take the quarterbacks off the table. Yeah, I, you know, uh, I'm trying to think if I would go defense or offense here. You know, I would probably have to harken back to John McCargo. McCargo, 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 man, man, he, Manny Lawson, and Mario Williams helped him out in the cash department. He got that yeah. um, money from Buffalo. Um, you know, Lavar La Fisher was a stud linebacker. For for the for those rivers teams, um, you know, I, I might even go with honestly like T. A. McClendon, who oh, yeah, it did not amount to anything after college, but man, running back, right? Yeah, and it was. I mean, this sounds like something an NC State fan would say, but T. A. was on the same level as Maurice Claret in college, and they we actually we actually played Ohio State at Columbus and went to double overtime. Um, T. A. T. A. was a beast in college and it just you know circumstances out of his uh well not out of his control but off field circumstances led to no future success which is a shame because he was a really dynamic player shocked zero mention of jericho cotry cotry well cotry's up there for sure i mean cotry's um yeah tory actually didn't play tory was gone by the time i got there he finished in 98 i showed up in 99 at state um hayden since i'm sure you watched some of Tory Holt. Have you ever seen his fingers now? How they're like pointing in opposite directions? You need to Google that after this. It's it's, it's, pretty, it's, it's pretty shocking. The the weird thing about my football knowledge is I played Madden growing up all the time. So like I was playing, I know who Tory Holt is through Madden, but I I, I, don't, I couldn't tell you a single thing about actually watching him. So that's that's where things get a little awkward here. When uh Tori and I were doing the radio doing this radio show in Raleigh one time, it was like on Saturday mornings, and we had I can't remember we're gonna on some tangent or something like that. We both agreed and we had the awkward like fist pound or high five situation. Uh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't laugh. I go well, yeah, Tori's like yeah, Tori's like that one his like this finger is like bent like this way, but he comes in with a high five and I come in with a fist pound. It he literally swallowed my entire hand. And yeah. it's just moment where he's like, oh, hmm. This isn't a bonus or anything, but do you know what team Tory Holt ended his career with in 2010? Patriots. Nailed it. Look at you. He was in the Jaguars right. before that, too. Was he really? Yeah. Interesting. All right. So we alternate again between NFL. This is question number two. Will Brinson. This title from 1993 still ranks as the 40th highest grossing film of all time and peaked at number one. 90s action film. 1993. Go ahead. No, the one concern I had about this, um, about this this category is that '90s action film can 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 encase a lot. So I would ask the for a benevolent hosting uh, situation. Is there, ask any question that you want to. 
is there is there a way to define whether there's any like sci-fi spin to it or something like that? Is, is that make, does that seem fair? Yeah. Look, the 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 charts, the circles kind of overlap here, the Venn diagram. There's mm-hmm. gonna be some that involve maybe different elements. It's not just shoot them up, right? Classic action films. So yes, this one has a bit of a sci-fi element. I will say it is not one that is based in space. Okay. That helps. Not based in space and some sci-fi element. So, uh, not based in space. May- maybe focus on science on this one. I'm, that's all I'm going to say. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, well, then I think I know what it is, but I almost feel like this number is too low. It's got to be Jurassic Park. Is that your final answer, Will? That's my final answer. 40 Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. No, that's a question. That was a very uh, fair way of describing that. Okay. Um, You're right. Like action film, it, it is a vast genre. And so if any of these said action in them, but along with like drama and a few other things, we might get into some, you know, finer details. But Jurassic Park, do you remember the first time you watched Jurassic Park? Well, I do. Oh, yeah. Well, I read the book before the seeing the movie. Actually. Well, you're too smart for us. Yeah, I was out in uh, Montana on a horseback trip with my parents and was reading uh, Jurassic Park books, by the way. Hayden, you should check them out. They're very cool. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're on those like Kindle things, right? Like on a yeah, Kindle? Yeah. yeah okay. Paper and uh, you like flip through like this. Okay, cool. This is the latest book I bought was... Uh, Oh, no, I bought Will Leach's new book, but it's downstairs. Uh, Pappy Land from Wright Thompson. Highly recommend. Bourbon. I'm I'm with you. I thought Jurassic Park would be higher than 40th all time. That, that was, was kind of that was kind of tricky. The other the other 40 was so low that I almost I was I was like, is it like cliffhanger? Hmm. Then you said not in space and science, and that um, there were a couple. I mean, but Jurassic Park 100 percent qualifies as a pure okay. 90s action movie, no doubt right. about it. It uh it peaked at number one, and then I think it was replaced by Titanic. But now with how you know approachable movies are now, how many theaters there are now, it's dropped all the way to forty since then, which is crazy to think about. I mean, I, I remember when my parents went to go see Jurassic Park. We had a babysitter, and they came back, and they were like, "This was real life. We are terrified." And then I saw it at a friend named Saxon's house when I was way too young. Because what it came out in I didn't right nineteen ninety three, so I was five years old at the time. I was 13, so definitely, I mean, that, 13 in 1993, you were talking absolute apex Friday night at the movie theater. Mom dropped me off, uh, you know, half a parking lot away. There's some girls up there, and, you know, we can't be seen in this, in this wood-paneled minivan. Um, it, it's like, are we going to go see Ace Ventura, or are we going to go see Jurassic Park? Right. Ace oh. Ventura, that is, might be my favorite movie of all time. Almost certainly is my favorite movie of all time. Okay. As it stands now, we are giving away two Best Ball Mania tickets. That means 25 bucks, 50 bucks to all of you. Again, at the top of the pinned chat, go and fill out the Google form and you can be eligible for the giveaway at the end of this. Number three, Hayden Winks. Who was the 10th overall pick in the 2021 NFL draft? This is like the hardest thing you could do. Like I have to conjure up short-term memory. Like, yeah. You go from 93 to, to, to 2021. Uh, you, you and I might have podcasted about this on the pick six show. Oh, almost certainly. We talked about it five minutes ago. Um, all right. Let me just run through the, the list of who traded down. So the Lions at seven, Panthers at eight, Broncos at nine, and then the Cowboys were at 10, but the Eagles traded up with the Cowboys. So it's Devontae Smith. 
Look at you go. Look at you go. Yes. Yes. And they say, never mind. My short-term memory is fine. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) we we are starting slow. We are starting slow, and we'll maybe build some more. That one's a a freebie, but, I mean, you could – if you – if you'd been like, who's the 10th overall pick in the 2013 draft? I don't know. That. Oh, I wouldn't no know chance. That. No, no what, chance. So 2011 was Cam. 2011 then, I could get. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, 2011 yeah. is so vivid. But 2013, anyways. Maybe we'll, we'll save that for another person. How about that? The 10th overall in 2011 would have been either it's either Alden Smith. Gabbard, J.J. Watt, or yeah, maybe Alden Smith. Maybe it was Alden Smith. Something like that. No, no, no. Um, Kyron Smith. Oh, yeah. There we go. That was a. I want to say it was either Gabbard or Ponder. I don't, and, and I was way too young. I was just finishing college at the time. But having a draft when it was also the lockout when free agency was after is an absolute meltdown of an offseason and was just pure chaos because was, that's why all those quarterbacks went early. It was my first. I get my first guest playing Gabbard. That was um. So I mentioned I joined CBS in 2011, and so my first Super Bowl was. Or I guess I joined in 2010, but my first Super Bowl was. Yeah, I think everything I think out loud. It's a running train of uh, whatever I'm saying. Um, the, the so I had gone to the it was the Packers Steelers Super Bowl in Dallas was my first Super Bowl, and then that off season, you know, CBS is like, all right, we're gonna send you to the draft. Cool. My the team I grew up watching, the Carolina Panthers, had the number one overall pick, and so I was in I was in uh, in Radio City for my first draft and like the first pick you, I get to see was Cam Newton. It was pretty, uh, it was pretty cool. And that probably influences, I mean, Hey, I love Cam anyway, but it probably influences why, and uh, Josh, I know you're a big Cam fan, why I'm such a big Cam fan. Like that, it was kind of a a professional milestone, so to speak. And it happened to coincide with Cam. I've talked about this endlessly, but I was in the Rams draft room during that period. And I vividly remember they weren't in on a quarterback because they had just taken Sam Bradford. Yeah. But uh, I was walking because we had, Ruth Chris steak, no, the palm catered, and we were walking to the draft room. And so they didn't really watch any quarterbacks that year. But Billy like Devaney? Yeah, it was Billy Devaney. But like the the quarterback coach or, or someone I was walking next to, and I, I mean, I was just a silent kid. Uh, he's like, you know what? After watching John Gruden's quarterback camp, I would take Blaine Gabbard over Cam Newton. And that, that to me, I mean, I learned so many things that weekend that make me second guess every single thing that whatever decision maker out there says across the league. I mean, congratulations. You're a sports illustrated cover guy. Right. I mean, people, I mean, people, we joke with Pete Briscoe all the time um, because he's got this famous tweet out there that says, I would take ponder over cam. That's just me. And, and Pete's like, you know, I mean, you're right. Sometimes you're wrong sometimes, but it does influence, you know, when, when people are pounding the table and be like, this guy is better than this. Nobody knows. No, no. I mean, Pete could have been right. The Gabber guy could have been right. I thought it was kind of obvious that you, know, you take the, the defensive end who can throw the football. But I mean, right. wasn't that the Daquan Bowers year too? When and then he just completely fizzled out with a knee injury as well. Like I think he went in the second round ultimately to the You're right to the Bucks. Quinn was the pick for the Rams. That oh yeah, oh yeah. And he he had like a brain tumor that dropped him a little oh, bit. Yeah. Like oh, yeah, he felt. I think he was like 12, 13. Yeah. Julio Jones trade up. Wow, feels like so long ago. All right. Three for three. Now we go to question four. In Men in Black from 1997, what is the name of the small weapon Will Smith is given by Tommy Lee Jones? Chat, play along. That is a um, that's a good question. So it's something Iser, obviously. And I'm trying to remember if it's. I mean, we all know the you know. Oh 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 oh, oh no no not the not the memory thing. Nope. A little uh, 
Ooh. Small gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's either bug or cricket. And I'm gonna say that it's oh, I'm gonna, I don't know. It's some sort of. I'm gonna say that it's. I'm missing something here, but I'm gonna say that it's it's called no 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 that's not right. It's not something small. It's called something big because it's so small. And then Will Smith makes fun of it. He's like this. Uh, or is it? Oh god, now I'm second guessing myself. I love um, this. I'm gonna go with. No, uh, it's something big, but I'm gonna go with cricket. I know I'm wrong. I'm sorry, chat. Can you be more specific? Is that your final answer? Uh, uh, am I? I'm so I'm like in the. You've got half of it correct. Um, it's two words. Oh, it's two words. Okay. I am such a lenient game show host. Yeah, Josh, you're gonna chat. get us fired. Our CEO is gonna be like, "Hey, buddy, easy on the giveaways." <laughs> it's like we're one and done. That's it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's oh god, what's the? It's not like the cricket killer. It's the. Uh, Cricket chirper. I, I, I can't. I, I, I can hear him saying it, and I just can't hear the second word. So, no, I can't be. I mean, I guess I have to be get make, make a stab at something more specific. The cricket chirper. That's not it. No, 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 no. The noisy cricket. Oh, the noisy cricket. Oh, I, I must have like. I must have had it as a toy. Or I vividly remember that film because it came what 1997 and I was nine, and that was that was one where I could like recite it all the time. It was like Will Smith's one of his first big action roles. Oh yeah, um, we had some in the chat. Noisy cricket for show. Yeah, Sorry. it's all good. Will you got half of it correct? Half of it correct. So, the underdog will pay twelve and a half dollars, and I'll pay the other twelve and a half. Um, that that was a. Uh, I'm 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 glad we we finally got one. I'm finally we finally got one. That was a uh I think you need I don't, I don't think I get credit for that. Okay. All right. Over to you, Hayden Winks. I had the sort of the back end, so I couldn't you did. Uh. All right. Which running back was on the Madden 12 cover after totaling 1647 yards and 13 touchdowns? So this would have been the t- so the 2011 so- season. Yep. Oh, is um is that sixteen forty seven total or rushing yards? Total, total. Can you give me a percentage of rushing versus receiving? It was shocking to me how many receptions this guy had. Okay, and I know I, I mean I think I, yeah I know the answer. It has to it, it has to be Peyton Hillis. Final answer. Final answer. Yeah, 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 yes. There we go. So I have a, I have a little write up here. It says this is from Wikipedia. It says due to his breakout season, Hillis was the Browns finalist in the Madden NFL 12 cover vote. He upset Ray Rice, Matt Ryan, and Super Bowl MVP Aaron Rodgers, and then he had to adv- advance to the finals. And then he out uh, voted Michael Vick with sixty six percent of the vote. So that was one of the most crazy things we ever seen. And that again. You guys, I, I don't know if you're doing this on purpose, but that, I mean, I don't think you are. It just, I mean, maybe you are. That was the first, because he was at, I remember interviewing him in Times Square. Oh, we just know you so well, Will. We know you so well. Like, it was right before the, or I guess it would have been the, my second, because it's it, Madden comes out, the timeline is all screwy. It, this would have been before the 2012 season. Before the 2011 season, because they do 11-12. So, like, they do it of the year of – so, this was also your first year with CBS Sports. That's what I was saying. I was there in New York for the CAM draft. Yep. 
and they had some Madden set up in Times Square with like a big bleacher thing, and Peyton Hills was there, and he was just completely overwhelmed. <laughs> it's like, what, you know. I mean, fair. It's also white America, if we're being totally honest here. Absolutely. Putting someone on, on the Madden cover. He was beating out Michael Vick for yeah. Madden cover athlete. And, and Aaron Rodgers won the MVP, uh, the Super Bowl MVP, and he didn't get on. That's like insane. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Back to action films from the 90s. What model Terminator is Arnold Schwarzenegger in the 1991 classic Terminator 2 Judgment Day? So I need like a number, like a, a letter and a number then, I guess, right? Is Correct. That, well, okay. I'm, I'm probably not going to get this one. I, I will admit, I mean, Terminator 2, clearly a classic. T- 10 years old, you know, not quite. You know, it wasn't, uh, I wouldn't say it was a prominent movie in my, in my household. My parents were fairly... Uh, my, my parents liked us to watch books or read books again, Hayden, check them out. And, um, and, and, um, and, and we're not going to giving us our movies out of the gate. So uh, I'm going to say it's a, t- it has to be a T. Yeah. 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 You're on the right track. It's either 150 or 1500. I'm not entirely sure if there's an extra zero in there. So I'm going to say. The Terminator coming to get you, Josh? Yeah, yeah. that's. I mean, it's just sounds that I live and surrounded by. Purposeful sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> movie clip because you're going to get sued for that. Um, if you would like to phone a friend in any of these, we might offer that option to you. You should do that. Um, okay. I'm going to say the. It's just a disappointing chat. I'm going to say the T. I'm going to say the T1000. Final answer. Final answer. No. No, oh, no, no, no. The T-800. Oh. He was going against the T-1000. Oh, man. Yeah. I knew it wasn't the 150. That's just a pickup truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the T-450 is just a big Ford Transformer that goes out there. <laughs> I didn't even know that he was an actor. He was my governor. I didn't even know he was an actor. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It's like when The Rock is going to be in public office as well. It's basically the exact same path minus the professional wrestling instead of as a bodybuilder. The Rock is yep. 100% going to be president of the United States at some point oh, yeah. in the course of the next 50 years or 20 years. All right. We are four of six, again, through six questions. Back to the NFL. Hayden Winks does not give you a layup here. Oh, boy. Who had the most fantasy points all time as a rookie tight end? This is obviously relevant with Kyle Pitts. Of course. No, I, I, I yeah. It's, I mean, the answer is either Antonio Gates or Jimmy Graham, I would think. Um, and remember, this is as a rookie, as a rookie only. And you can go all time. All, oh. Not just like in, a in single the fantasy season, football era. Yeah, in a single season, fantasy points as a rookie tight end, period. So basically, who had the most productive rookie season ever as a tight end? Okay, I don't feel like you guys are purposely misleading me there. So in other words, if Herb Alford in 1935, which I'm just making up a name in a year, yeah, had yeah. the most points, that would qualify. Yep. Correct. Okay, then okay, then based on y'all's benevolence, the answer is either Kellen Winslow or Tony Gonzalez. But Tony Gonzalez was kind of in the fantasy era. So I am or you could go even deeper. Even deeper. We're gonna get a call from our CEO, Josh. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm getting such a bad host. I, I root for people too much. I'm too nice. I know. I Who know. am I going deeper on in Who am I going deeper on in fantasy? In terms of 
Well, it doesn't have to fancy football doesn't have to be played during this time. The yeah. base it's basically whoever has the most productive rookie season ever at the tight end position. If you went on pro football reference and did their stat head search, yeah. I know what you're saying, but now you guys are telling me to go like further back in history than um I'm really missing somebody obvious. Anthony's chirping you from the sideline. Uh, Casey gives you a hint here. Uh, it's not Chris Herndon. <laughs> <laughs> um, record for the most fantasy points is a rookie tight end. Oh my God, there's somebody really obvious in my face and I can't think of it. Um, All right, we will go in 10. I mean, I'm just going to go with Kellen Winslow, even though you've kind of told me that's not correct. That's my final answer. It's no, 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 no. Oh my God. Look at that season. In 1961, 56 catches for 1,076 yards and 12 touchdowns. I, Insane. I, would, I, would, I don't know that I would have ever gotten that. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't have I, – I don't know that my brain would compute that Mike Ditka has the record for most fantasy points by a rookie tight end. How much, all, how much does he beat the other guys by? Well, he's the only rookie tight end to have 1,000 – uh, receiving yards and like, I mean, his yards after his yards per target and all that stuff was insane. So I, that is, I, I wouldn't, I would have, I would have never gotten that. And I don't know if that says something about me or something about the question. No, I mean, what's crazy it's is very, it's a very good question. I, I would, I went back and watched like a bunch of games from 2003 when the Panthers went to the Super Bowl and they were not running NFL offenses like they are now, like in terms of getting the ball, like they were running empty under center, which like, is would be mind blowing today where you would just get blitzed by two extra people and you get sacked immediately. You, like, have, you have two hybrid linebacker safety guys coming off the edge and you right. dead. So like the game has changed so much in 18 years that going back 60 years and putting up those stats, that is unbelievable. I, I also think when you think about Mike Dicka, you don't think like offensive, you know what I mean? Like you, you yeah. like blue collar, like blocking. Yeah. Anyway, you only had 40% very, very good market share. That's crazy. You use that question. Um, obviously anybody watching this will know the answer, but that's right. it. That's a, Thank that's, you. that's a win. That's a win. Once we get back to bars, that's yeah. a win to money at bars uh, question. Thank you for assuming future guests will watch this as well. We appreciate you. <laughs> All right. Again, we have gone through seven questions, four correct answers. That means at the end of this, there will be four, at least four drawings for tickets to best ball Mania two worth 25 bucks. All you have to do to qualify is to go up and sign up at the top of the pinned link in the chat, and then we'll randomize picks later on. All right, on to question number eight, back to action films from the 90s. In miles per hour, what is the speed limit Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock must keep the city bus over to prevent the bomb from exploding? Movie from 1994. 55. And by the way, when you go back and watch the movie, which I did, if it's not 55, this is embarrassing because I watched it like a month ago. Um, there's, a, there's a scene where they're in downtown L.A. You're like, go, oh, like, you can't let it slow down. And you watch the bus take the turn. You're like, that bus is going 10 miles. That bus should explode right now. And they're like taking on. I mean, yeah. so uh, it is, I believe it's 55. All right. I will repeat it one more time. Uh, so not what they are keeping the car at what they have to keep it over. So maybe they are going 55. Oh, what? Is it, oh so it's not 55. Is it, it's, is it, it's, is it not 55? 
thought they had to keep it over 55. Maybe it's maybe it's well, shoot. It's either 45 or now I'm now I'm in my own head. Uh, <laughs> it's got to be 50 then. It's a five. There's a five involved. All right. I'm going to need your final answer in five. Oh boy. Four. Three. Um, 50 miles per hour. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that, was, that, that one could get you in trouble, Josh. I know. So I, I sent these questions to some college buddies yesterday, and I'm assuming that the smart man that Keanu Reeves is said, like, we have to keep it at 55, but it's because the speed limit, the bomb would have gone off if they went under 50. So I'm assuming they, they wanted to overshoot it. Maybe I just had um, some Sammy Hagar in my head, like, I can't drive 55. Maybe that's what There I'm you going. go. Sammy Hayden, Hayden was in this band van. <laughs> Uh, do, people, do people do this constantly with you? you, take, you I do. Okay. Yes. Yes. No, it, it's funny because I'll probably get like maybe like one in five of these. Van Halen, I actually know because my dad would not stop playing it. Whenever we're in a car or on the boat, anything, it's Van Halen time. But see, that's funny because like my dad is too old to play Van Halen for like me. Classic. <laughs> yeah. My dad had hair down to here and like wore the whole thing. It was like, it was his that's thing, awesome. his Van Halen. Um, All right. So I man, I swear I thought it was fifty five, but that's look, anyway. Speed is imminently rewatchable in turn, I and mean, it's is probably it? on the top, um, top I don't know, top five action movies. Does that night. count as an action film? I mean, there's no like fighting or anything, right? Oh yeah, no, okay. it's pure action, and Good. the plot, the plot is the plot is. I mean, the the plot idea is fantastic. Dennis Hopper's an incredible villain, um, and you know, it was like the world's introduction to uh, ECU's own Sandra Bullock. It feels like. ECU zone did not know she went to ECU. She's a pirate. Yeah. Um, by the way, now in that movie, the question you another trivia question you could ask about that movie is what mascot did Sandra Bullock have on what college team's mascot did she have on her shirt? That it's it's key, it's a key plot line, key part of the plot line because it allows Keanu Reeves to discover that Dennis Hopper has a camera in the bus and then they're able to loop do the feedback loop and that's how they escape. That's interesting um as you can tell i haven't seen this movie from start to finish like i've seen bits and pieces of uh, it it's worth rewatching. watching that jeff daniels death is an all-time tearjerker agreed fair yeah okay. i mean he, you know he's limping around the whole movie because is it harry harry wait, who's jack is keanu reeves and harry's jeff daniels because jack you know dennis hopper's got jeff daniels He's, you know, he's like pop quiz hot shot. And then yeah. Keanu just shoots Jeff Daniels. And then, uh, by the way, Keanu, what a 90s for him. Like you have speed, you have point break, then you have the Matrix. Yeah. And then now he's all coming for full circle with it. It's, Keanu it's, Reeves. Like a, uh, it's like a homeless man's version of Harrison Ford in the 70s when he had Indiana Jones, yeah. Star Wars, and um, uh, something else. Obvious. Fugitive. I don't know if yeah, that might have been 80s. Like, you no, know, Fugitive was later, I think. Fugitive yeah. was actually in would qualify for this tri uh, trivia. Yeah, it would. I, I considered it. All right. Two more questions left. Back to NFL for the last one. What a doozy. Real quick, this is the last call. I have to go set up the randomizer. So the last chance for you to get in to be eligible here, go to the pinned tweet in the chat. All right. How many combined kids and playoff wins does Phillip Rivers have in his career? That we know of. That we know of. <laughs> <laughs> that another one wasn't born during the show either. I'm I'm a little worried that they have ten, but I think the answer is nine for kids. And then you guys. And can by the way, for everyone out there, Will, as we have started off, major NC State fan, and that means just major, major. 
Philip Rivers fan. And, and so we wife, just thought that this was the right one to. I mean, this is a Philip Rivers like plush doll that my wife got me for Christmas <laughs> years ago, and, and Tom Finelli's suggestion. And, oh, there you uh, go. Pictures of me watching the the Chargers beat the Ravens. So that's one there in um, before they got destroyed by the Pats in the playoffs at, in in Foxborough, uh, holding that plush doll on the couch. It's pretty disturbing. So the playoff wins is tough. I don't know that I can necessarily go back through and count them all, but we would have gone with playoff losses, but we didn't know if we could go that high. Uh, if I could, this is what we, this is what we would play on the pick six podcast. If for that, because I just got dumped. Um, the number that sticks out to me for Phillip rivers on playoff wins is 13. And I'm, I'm not going to spend this, the rest, the remainder of the time, unless the chat wants me to go through and count them through in my head, like two wins in 2006. So well, I, well, I'll, I'll give you an out here. If you have Philip rivers and you want to call him as your phone, a friend, you can th- do that. This is your time to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't have, uh, I'll say 24 is the, the final answer for me here. All right. Is that no, probably like one no, off? No, no, you are no. way off. You very I mean, bullish. Very bullish on Philip Rivers. Uh, playoff wins. Yeah, you uh, you might have imagined those and dreamt those in your head. Playoff losses. <laughs> <laughs> he was five and seven. To be clear, five and seven in the playoffs. Oh, okay. I was. Well, that's so thirteen and so twelve in total. He's been to twelve playoff games in his career. So I was right on the kids, and I I think I <laughs> you were wrong on the, the football kids. stuff. <laughs> Maybe I had in my head that it was thirteen games or something like that. What did I? Have? Oh, that was so good. I'm just I, so glad you, you knew his family dynamics more than you know his football playoff success. That's I'm wonderful. Awful, Phil. I originally had just the kids, but that was just too easy. That was a layup for too you. Layup. Too easy. Uh, I said 24. Yeah. I mean, I guess they. Yeah. We, he lost the first. He lost his first one. Oh, he played the Pats and the Steelers so many times. Oh, my God. So many bad losses. Wow. And uh, we won't ask for their names because we want to keep the show in the air. All right. So now we roll on to the final. Again, right now, five. We can get up to six. I'll buy I will buy somebody. No, we no I will buy an entry for that one. I can't miss that. That's bad. Okay. I'll buy an All entry. All right. Well, hit up Will. Go at him. You need to be subscribed to the Pick 6 podcast in order to qualify for this one. Oh. Can you? Yeah, that's, yeah, you do. You need to show proof of subscription. Can Correct. you Can you gift somebody an underdog? Is that like? Um, good question. We'll what figure it out. Didn't know somebody 25 bucks. I'll do that. I don't yeah, you could do that too. All right, here we go. This one, because of our Southern roots, Will, I thought that this was a good way to wrap up this show, which you've been tremendous. What, what a first guest. Tom Cruise plays a character named Cole Trickle in Days of Thunder. What soft drink is the main sponsor of Trickle's car in his final race? This That's film was from 1990. Obviously a, a great 90. Man, the 90s were awesome in terms of action movies. <laughs> Not cool in terms of style and music. Got a little dicey. Um, so, I mean, my immediate thought is that it would be. It's not Cheerwine. Cheerwine. If anybody's nobody's ever had the goat, is is the best. It has to be from a glass bottle that you get from like a little side barbecue shop. Correct. Yes, and, but oh, the goat. So good. Um, there's no way that Days of Thunder and Cold Trickle at that point in the final race is a legitimized. NASCAR driver like he's won stuff you know he's not he's not he's not racing with Mr. Pibb or anything you know or uh and it's not you know Fresco wasn't cool so I mean it either it's either Pepsi or Coke and well here's a hint for you right there right 
There, you seeing that little color action? There's your hint. Oh. Oh God. Oh, it's that's why was that not more obvious? Mountain Dew. Is that your final answer? It's my I'm petrified to smell yellow, but Mountain Dew is my final answer. No, no, <laughs> it's not <laughs> <more> yellow. <laughs> oh. Of course, it's mellow yellow. Mountain mellow yellow is way cooler than Mountain Dew in the South in the nineties. Oh, you are crushing the chat right now. Oh, you are crushing it. <laughs> That's funny. They all know it's mellow yellow. <laughs> ah, I did terrible. Wrong. No, Will. This was great. Will. This was so I'll, tremendous. I'll, somebody. Uh, Do you remember Days of Thunder? I again, I was two now. Uh, I went back and. Actually, I, I came up with this. Times. As soon as I said Mountain Dew final answer, I pictured the car with mellow yellow on the front <laughs> of my head and was and was and knew that the answer was going to be mellow yellow, which so look, uh, I will uh no I will, like, one's enough. One's enough. You've done no, no, enough. one. I'm saying here's what you do. First person to tweet me at Will Brinson with a picture of you subscribed to the Pick Six podcast, whether in any form or fashion, any whatever your podcast app is, like literally right now, the first person to tweet me. I will I will Venmo you twenty five dollars for an underdog. You you, I guess you can use it for whatever. You can buy Mellow Yellow if you want, but uh, <laughs> but I'm, I'm I'm I will send that person twenty five dollars on Venmo for an underdog uh, purchase. Um, I actually came up with this question because I saw Jays of Thunder on the on the action movie list, and I went to look at the final scene. His fake Southern accent in that film is so bad. I mean, it's so like deep Alabama, and I don't even know anything about him in the movie, but it's so bad. It's it's pretty bad. Um, the I'm, I'm kind of disappointed in myself. I, I need to know that Mellow Yellow was way more popular. Mountain Dew wasn't even a thing in the '90s in the South. Like you didn't even drink. You didn't even. Consume. I thought you might go Sun Drop. And at first, I wasn't going to go soft drink, but I felt like that was the easiest way to uh, to get to that answer. But yeah, RC Cola, I think, was on, along the right path. Sun Drop. We got to Mellow Yellow in the end. Well, were, I mean, I, so what did I finish with four or five? Uh, you got five, five of 10. Okay. So I, I'm just grading myself here. I'm not, I would give myself a C plus. I need to get the Philip Rivers one. That's an excuse 13 playoff points. What, what have I talked about? Uh, that's inexcusable. I need to close the mellow yellow thing and the, the cricket thing. Like, I feel like that I was close. That yeah. Was close. I feel like I probably should have gotten it. That was a really good list of questions. It was a nice blend of, we're not going to ruin this guy on the first show. While also, oh, cool. Oh, let's, let's randomize. Let's do the giveaways. Yeah. Should we start? Because we got five of these. Hayden, yep. spin the wheel. Spin First the wheel. One. Stick around for the giveaways, everyone. Um, yeah. Well, this was, uh, you were incredible. This was so perfect. I'm, I'm, we're going to learn a lot from this. Um, Oh, I've, oh, okay. There's the uh, first one. I'm going to write these down. Oh my goodness. A bunch of people are subscribing to my podcast. You guys look at this. It. Worth right. it. Worth so, it. I'm going to give two away. I don't mind. Wow. It's fine. So keep sending them to Will. Keep doing yeah, that. And if you, uh, it's to claim your prize, what, what should they do? DM DM Josh or I on uh, Twitter? Well, if we have their – no, we'll, we'll have their username. So we'll oh, just, we'll just drop it right in there? Yeah, okay. we'll just drop the 25 in there. How about that? Perfect. Please How do not that? go into my DMs then. And please. everyone here, again, hit that like button below. Subscribe to this channel. We're going to be doing these every single Thursday. And since Will feels so poorly about his performance, maybe the closer we get to the NFL season or even during the NFL season, maybe we'll hop back on with us. If, if oh, I'll do it at the same time. This is a blast. Um, okay. So, uh, Anthony Amico. Oh, well, of course, Anthony Amico is the first Anthony's one grinding every little bit of EV. He every can edge find. that Anthony can get, he's on. And uh, Clay, CB Sutton 3. Y'all two DM me your Venmo accounts and I'll send it to you. There we go. There All right. Go. This is winner right, number three two. More. 
three more. Let's do it. Oh, man. Uh, there were a few others, Will. I'll save for other people, but um, there we go. D. Weiss, 19. Congratulations. All right, we got two more. Keep going. Um, Relapsed Cactus. What a name. <laughs> I feel like five is the perfect number for you to nail this first time. This was like a great proof of concept. B.A. Wheels won, and one more left. This is basically winning the lottery. In fact, you were winning more watching this. So that was what? B. Wheels what? One? Uh, we'll, we'll go back to the tape. Okay. Um, it was 19 maybe? I don't know. You are winning more on this than I won for having the best mock draft of all time, by the way. So congratulations <laughs> yeah. to everybody there out there. Octuplicate. 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 Everyone out there, thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to do this every single Thursday. We won't have a show on Monday because we're all off. It's a ho- long holiday week. And I know Will's going to enjoy it with his family, I'm sure. We'll be yeah. back on Tuesday and Wednesday with podcasts here on this channel. And then we're going to do this again on Thursday. If you have any suggestions on who we should have on here, tag me and Hayden with their handle as well on tweet- Twitter so we can pressure them to hop on here. This has been the Giveaway Gauntlet. Will Brinson, cheers to you, sir. Cheers to you. Thanks, Thank Pat. you for being on here. And look, when you if you're worried about me giving away – $50 on this. Just remember that while your mock draft didn't make you a single dollar, you and I chatting in the wee hours leading up to the draft made me much more than $50. So that's what I'm we care about giving back to the cause. Uh, I'm excited for these underdog best ball drafts. You guys keep crushing it. You're doing great work. And, and uh, thanks again for having me on as the, the, the first guest ever. That will, that will one day be a trivia question. There we go. Thank you. Well, yeah. Hayden, talk to you soon. Everyone out there, have a tremendous weekend. Listen to the show, subscribe to the channel. Up the villa. We'll talk to you all soon. See ya.